Hello, just before we begin this week's episode, I'm walking a very special musical Camino in May 2024, and I'm inviting you to join me. Won't you join me? Won't you join me? I'm walking from Leon to Santiago de Compostela in the first three weeks of May next year. I'll be performing concerts along the way. Pilgrims walking with me will pay a fee and every cent will go towards making my new album, Storyteller. We are already selling spots, so if you're interested, join now. Just go to danmullinsmusic.com. There's a list of frequently asked questions and a basic itinerary. Won't you join me? Won't you join me? Join me for a magical musical Camino. To reserve your spot, go to danmullinsmusic.com. Won't you join me? Won't you join me? Hello, welcome to this bonus episode of My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins, and it's great to have your company. I just want to begin this week by acknowledging my privilege. We're about to talk about incredible adventures and opportunities, and I think it's really important to remember there are people less fortunate than ourselves. And normally I wouldn't begin with that form of acknowledgement, but I just felt I ought to this week. I hope you're settling into 2024 nice and smoothly, taking time for you and your loved ones. It's going to be a very busy year. I've already booked more than 40 shows, and with a trip to the United States in March, followed by our magical musical Camino in May, it's going to be a whirlwind six months. Just on the trip to the United States, I'm pleased to announce I'm doing some extra shows, in particular in Valparaiso in Indiana on Friday the 15th of March. I'm doing two shows at the Don Quixote Spanish Restaurant, 5pm and 8pm. So that's Friday the 15th of March, 5pm and 8pm at Valparaiso in Indiana, the Don Quixote Spanish Restaurant. And on Tuesday, March 5th, in the days leading up to the American Pilgrims on the Camino Annual Gathering, I'm doing a show at Sun City in Georgetown, Texas. I'll have more details over the coming weeks, but put those two dates in your calendar. Sun City, Georgetown in Texas, which just sounds fantastic, on Tuesday, March the 5th, and Valparaiso, Indiana on Friday, March 15th. So now we've got the homework out of the way, let's talk about El Camino de Santiago. The Camino is a pilgrimage, walked by pilgrims from all around the world. It's renowned for its ability to bring people together, to share a common purpose, to walk and to grow, and to meet other pilgrims and maybe lend a helping hand or a comforting presence as they try to use the pilgrimage to find something they are looking for. Once you return from the Camino, you'll continue to seek out connection with other pilgrims, Maybe you'll go to events like my concerts or annual gatherings or listen to podcasts like this or seek out books or films. It's a great way to engage and to keep at least some of the joy and goodwill of the Camino burning inside us. To take a little bit of what the Camino means home with you, to your community, your family, those you love and who love you. The American writer and artist Bruce Garibrand said, Creativity doesn't wait for the perfect moment. It fashions its own perfect moments out of ordinary ones. I mentioned the magical musical Camino I'm walking in May, and you would have heard the ad at the top of the podcast. 
Well, I've been approached to film that Camino, to create a documentary telling the story of the musical Camino, to provide insight and understanding of what it is we are trying to achieve. An album is a body of songs that tells a story. Indeed, the album is called Storyteller. Well, I've been approached by a British filmmaker based in Canada, Simon Byrne, to make the documentary, and it's called Somewhere Along the Way. I thought I'd invite Simon on the podcast to share his vision for what he's trying to do, because I know he will be fashioning perfect moments out of ordinary and extraordinary moments. And we need your help to do it. Simon's on the line from just outside Toronto. Welcome, Pilgrim. Dan, it's a pleasure to chat. (laughs) Tell us about your own Camino journey or journeys. That's a good place to start. Well, I um, I first heard about the Camino probably about ten years ago, and um, and I was I'd been researching it for about eight years, finding excuses not to go because I was so busy with being uh, running my own media agency, and um, uh, my wife said to me a couple of years ago, you know, we've got to stop talking about it and do it. Uh, I'd I'd spent eight years watching YouTube videos and documentaries and. Uh, um, and when we actually did it, we're so glad we we did because it was probably the best five weeks of our life, or certainly for me. Anyway, I can't speak for my wife. Um, it was just magical. And uh, the minute I got back, I thought, well, I just um, I got to have more of this. I've got to figure out what I can do to to uh, to to be involved on an ongoing basis. Yeah. And. Um, I think I you you had reached out to me at the end of 2022 because I I managed to cobble together a little a little video. I took a little GoPro with me and a little camera, and I I think you saw the video. And we we just couldn't at the time because of our schedules. We just couldn't connect and and actually and chat at that point. But uh, but here we are two a year well two years later and uh, finally finally connected. Yeah, yeah. There's a great Camino community in Canada. Everyone sticks together pretty tightly. Why is it, do you think, that brings the Camino, or what is it, do you think, that brings that Camino community together, and why? That, oh, that's a very good question. I've noticed that, um, yes, the Canadians are very big, uh, into very much into uh, the Camino and, and pilgrimage, and um, I've met many, many people in Canada Um well, I, I, at your event in Toronto about a year ago when you played your gig, um, that was a Camino event, and I couldn't believe the amount of people that turned up on a on a cold winter's night for that. Um, I, I actually don't know. I, I don't know why mm. why that is. Mm. Um, it's very Canadians are very similar to Australians. I think they've just got a sense of adventure and 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 it's a taste of the outdoors. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that when you get the opportunity to share it with others, then it makes it even more special, doesn't it? And the Camino sort of lends itself very much to that. So you mentioned the five-week Camino that you felt changed your life and was one of the best things you'd ever did. Did you find what you were looking for somewhere along the way? Um no, I don't think so. That's that's interesting because everybody says, "Oh, when you go on your Camino, it's going to be life-changing and you're going to figure figure stuff out." But what my 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 life up until going, 
I'd, I'd done a lot of walking. I'm, I'm a hiker. I do a lot of long distance hiking, which means, and, and also do a lot of walking as part of my job as a travel photographer and filmmaker. So what I realized is I've spent years walking and thinking anyway. Uh, walking, walking alone for hours on end is the best time to figure stuff out. And I've done, I did so much of that anyway. Um, what what it allowed what what that allowed me to do on my Camino, uh, we did the full thing from Saint Jean. We we the uh, full eight hundred kilometers. Um, I, I, it allowed me to just to focus on the moment as I was walking every step. Just the the beauty of 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 the lands changing landscapes and the towns and the villages and the bird song and mm. the the sights and the smells. I was focused on that. I wasn't actually thinking and and trying to process anything to do with my life i was just living the moment every minute and just soaking it in if that makes sense um so i didn't have any big revelations at the end of the walk i just thought wow it, like why 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 don't we do more of that just being in nature and and meeting people from all walks of life um and just just you know material things aren't important it's it just why aren't, why aren't we doing more of that i want more of that um so well actually maybe that was the the the, the revelation then i just i realized that maybe i don't need to be working so much as i as i do um i need to be out meeting people more yeah 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 what a great thing to discover too yeah that's it's so exciting but tell us about being creative how did you end up with a camera in your hand in the first place uh, I've been um, been uh, into photography since a teenager. Um, since my dad actually used to take me to Spain on family holidays, he had two cameras and gave me one one trip. So Spain is where it all started, funnily enough. And I'd been to Spain about thirty five to forty times since a teenager, and uh, and done a lot of photography there. But um, it's it's been my job. You know, since my early 20s, I've been a creative director and photographer and in recent years, um, video producer and filmmaker. Um, I've just uh, visual things just just appeal to me. Um, I, I'm a little bit dyslexic. I don't understand numbers and words so much, but visual things is that's my language. And um, the desire to to go out and capture things and, and show the people is a is a fantastic a fantastic thing you know showing showing people what the world's world's like and a lot of people can't actually travel to a lot of these places so you know that's a uh, that, that's a good thing to be able to to take photographs or, or make a film uh, yeah. videos and, and yeah yeah i've asked this before but what makes a good photograph Oh, um, something that moves you. A, a good oh, photograph yeah. is something that evokes a feeling. Mm. Um, it, it tells a story. It doesn't always have to tell a story, but if it can tell a story and and move you, make you think, make you ask questions, I think that's that's what a good a good photo is. Certainly to me, mm. and lots yeah, of opportunities. Yeah, lots of opportunities for that on the Camino. Oh my goodness! Yes, I on on our Camino, I didn't even take my um my professional camera gear with me because it was I was supposed to be spending time with my wife. So I decided just to take a little a little point and shoot camera, but I still ended up taking seven thousand photos regardless. Um, <laughs> there, there's just so much 
so much to photograph, really. There's so much to see there and to photograph. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah, and what I find about a lot of your photographs, and I've seen them on your website, they're spectacularly beautiful. You really do somehow capture the, the vibe. It's not always easy to capture the vibe, the culture, the feel of, the, of what you're looking at in a photograph, but you managed to do that. Is that because, you've man- because you took 7,000? It was just the law of averages? Or are you particularly good, do you think, at capturing the culture and the, the spirit of what your subject or, or your view is? Um, I, I would hope that I'm good at capturing culture and travel-related imagery because that has been my job for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but I... Um, I didn't. I didn't really put a lot of thought or effort into the photos that I was taking on the Camino because I didn't have time. Yeah. Typically, I'll, I would like to stop somewhere and explore and just you know just stand and 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 watch the light change. You know, watch the uh, watch the shadows come up, go across the the land and and down back streets and and you know it's it's the light that makes a dramatic photo for me. And I didn't have time to do that. I just had to react to a moment. Um, and a lot of the stuff that I was shooting, I was actually just had my camera in my hand the entire time. And I was just looking as I was walking and lifting and shooting and and moving on. I wasn't really uh, spending time, uh, you know, really trying to figure out a great shot as such. But I think the Camino, uh, I mean, the landscapes, I mean, it offers so much. It's so It's so rich, visually rich, that you don't have to put too much effort into it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> And I, I suppose then coming back, the good the good thing about taking seven thousand photographs is you're going to get some great photos. But then you've got to go through them all, haven't you? It's it's taken me a year so far, and I still haven't gone through everything. Right. But um, I had the idea of doing a book, but then I've just been so busy with other projects that uh, that had to sort of go on 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 the back burner for a little bit. Right, and we'll get to the another project that you and I are working together on. In just a minute. Hey, man, you can hear you've got a British accent, but you live in Canada. How did you end up in Canada? And do you consider yourself a British or Canadian? Um, I, I don't have a Canadian passport. I've been in Canada for 28 years, but I'm still British. Um, I came over here for some work opportunities and um, ended up staying. <laughs> So it wasn't really by design or anything. It was just, uh, you know, the work here at the time. There was, a, it was, there was a lot more opportunity for the type of stuff that I, I do in Canada than, than there was in the UK. Let's talk about this documentary you and I are putting together. It's called Somewhere Along the Way. What is your vision for Somewhere Along the Way? Well, I think... There's a couple of layers to this film, Dan. I think your story is a fascinating one. The fact that you you walked the Camino and that was life-changing for you, I know, and um, you actually wrote a song off the back of it, which is uh, one of my favourite songs. It's on my playlist every day, I should, I should add. Um, and the fact that you, you're, you're going back after a very long time with a you know losing your voice with a with an illness potentially was uh could it could have been life-changing for you yet you still were determined to keep writing songs regardless and 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 you're returning with uh you know with, with a whole bunch of songs and 
And I think the idea of, of taking people with you and, and performing live in some some amazing places. I don't want to give anything away, uh, it's, but uh, I, some of the places that you're going to be playing at, it's just quite incredible. I think that that is a fantastic story in itself. But the the other layer is Spain itself, the Camino itself. Um, I've seen so many videos on YouTube and I've watched so many documentaries on the Camino and everything seems to focus on on this whole idea that you're going to go and potentially change your life and and meet great people and make new friends and of course that's a massive part of it many would argue that's the most important aspect of walking uh, a camino pilgrimage but for me and maybe it's because i'm a visual person and i'm also a travel and tourism i've been working in the travel and tourism in, uh, uh, industry for from my entire career, I, I, I see this this layer that isn't being talked about uh, uh, and showcased as much as I think it should be. And as I say, that's the country of Spain itself. It's the culture, the the the, the landscapes, the history, um, the people, the food, all of these things, the sights, sounds, tastes. Is I think that story needs to be told too. And and the idea of of weaving that into your story as you do your three-week walk, I think is a very compelling, very compelling one. And it's it's something that people haven't seen before. It's just something a little different. And I think there's a there's a huge entertainment value in this film with you playing your songs and where you're playing them and the people and the and and how the people are going to react. And there's the whole people element. So in addition to to the 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 stories, the 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 people that are going to be with you, your stories, their stories, the music, the entertainment value of this film. I'm also seeing a potential for a huge educational value, um, educational value in the sense that 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 we can provide a lot of value for people that haven't walked the Camino and want to get a sense of what it's like beyond the the, the connecting with people. And, and discover a little bit of the history and the culture and the beautiful architecture and the art and, and the food. What's involved? What are you anticipating? The number one priority in making this film is not to be um, intrusive and not to get in the way of, of, of you and the people that are walking with you. So I'm very cognizant of that to keep, keep a bit of a distance. And I think the way that we're going to be addressing that is through... Um, a little bit of on-camera chit-chat with you uh, each day. If we pass something interesting, we want to share some facts. But um, we can deal with most of it through voiceover, I think. And I'm going to be busy every day, all day, just shooting lots of amazing B-rolls, you know, beautiful cinematic scenes, details, textures, um, sa capturing sounds, capturing the vast landscapes and the little intimate details in a church or something. And um, and weave all of that together, so it's a visual feast. Uh, I really do. I really do think um, people will be amazed at that how much there is to see of in the, the culture of Spain. Uh, and and as I say, that I don't think that is being communicated enough. So that's one of my objectives with this film. The the you and I are seeking crowdfunding money to get it done much like Annie O'Neill did with Six Ways to Santiago, that great documentary. 
if, if somebody's listening and says, oh, I'll contribute, what are they contributing to? Uh, yeah, the, to, to do this at the level that we're, we're talking about doing it, uh, it would be nice to film it at broadcast quality and to a quality that it could be played in, in movie theatres. Wow. We, could, we could have some events down the line. So to do, to do that, to film something at, at the quality that we were looking for there um, does require a lot of money, you know, for, for just the media cards and the backup drives alone, it runs into thousands of dollars. Um, we're putting, there's a, there's a, there are a few of us, of course, putting in a lot of time and effort to plan this and to film it and to make it. But um, there are lots of costs involved to professionally edit it and package it for, for release. And um, we, we do need to try and get some funds for that. It would be great to find some sponsors. Um, there's an opportunity for companies, for brands to get involved. And um, I think what we can offer is an incredible value for money in that regard. But if there are, there are any people that would love to get involved with, with helping to, to fund this, um, oh, we'd love to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And I think you and I have this sort of vision where um, we're filming in 500-year-old wineries under the stars, dedicated venues. And you called it, and I loved this, a love letter to Spain. Yes, yes. Uh, I, think, I, I think that, as I said earlier, you know, that everybody talks about the Camino and what, what the Camino means to most people. But we forget that the Camino is, is Spain. We forget the Spain part. You know the, the the culture and the landscape part, and and that's that's what I want to do. As somebody that has spent a lot of time in Spain, I, I think Spain is one of the most amazing countries in the world. I love it. I love the landscapes, the people. I love all the art and the history, and 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 of course the food and drink. And and I want to that that's that's what I want to to showcase. I, that's that's the love letter part to Spain as well as just the Camino. Spain is incredible. We yeah. need to promote Spain. Yeah, yeah, I love it too. And as you know, I have a, a very deep uh, affection for that part of Spain, that part where all those people walk together every year, hundreds of thousands of people under the Milky Way, to the remains of St. James's Apostle in Santiago de Compostela. So how can we help? How can we, what, what are you asking us to do today? I think um, if people are interesting, interested in supporting uh, this film, um, I think they could go to the GoFundMe page and take a look at, uh, we've put a bit of an outline together of what's involved and who's involved. And um, we've made a little video, Dan, that I believe is on your YouTube channel, but that's on the GoFundMe page as well. So if people want to find out more, I think that's the, the first thing I would say, take a look at the GoFundMe page and, and watch the video. And if people have got ideas of how they might like to get involved, if you know, there's a tour company or a brand out there or anybody, uh, in, an individual I, I would be more than happy to speak to them and see how we can get them involved and how we can give value back. I mean, that's the that's it's a sort of two way street. I like to try and give as much value back to people uh, as possible. So I've got uh, being for in in branding and content creation, I've got lots of ideas there uh, to share. And if anyone's listening and they want to learn a bit more about you, 
and even they want to see those photographs and, and little mini reels and stuff that you did last when you last walked the Camino, where can they find you on the internet? I have a personal website that I'm using a lot now. It's simonburncreative.com. And um, I've actually put up uh, a little page about this film. So there's some information on my website. And I've also put up uh, a photo gallery, some of those shots from my from my last Camino. And, and a lot of them haven't been seen yet. So that's uh, an exclusive gallery that's up right now. And, um, and there's also a page on the website where I've made a few little little videos from my YouTube channel, uh, uh, just, just for fun, nothing, nothing that professional. I just took a little glitchy GoPro with me and grabbed a bit of footage where I could. So it's just really a slideshow, a series of slideshows, a lot of those little videos. But, uh, um, if anybody's interested in the photography, that's where to go. SimonBurnCreative.com. Simon, I'm really looking forward to working with you. It's going to be a magical trip. And what I've already seen from your work, it's going to be out of this world, this the documentary. So I'll do everything I can to get the funding over the line. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And buen camino. Dan, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you finally. And buen camino to you, sir. My guest this week was the British filmmaker who's based in Canada, Simon Byrne. Now, you can find the GoFundMe page at GoFundMe.com. Just search for Dan Mullins or Simon Byrne. And you can find it at Simon's page as well as my YouTube page, SimonBurneCreative.com. The American writer and artist Bruce Garibrand said, Creativity doesn't wait for that perfect moment. It fashions its own perfect moments out of ordinary ones. We do our best. Thanks for your company for this bonus episode of My Camino. Until Tuesday, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, some-